Welcome, Bridge Builders. On today's episode, we talk about boundaries and some ways that we may unintentionally cross into uncomfortable areas in our conversations. Once again, we encourage you to tune into our introduction episode if you have not yet listened to it. We are not experts on religion, theology, or Mormonism. Any views expressed herein belong to those who made the statement and do not necessarily reflect the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints or its membership. podcast everyone welcome we're glad to be here this is our third episode it's been fun so far and we've gotten some really good feedback yeah thanks for listening everybody yeah we appreciate the emails we appreciate the comments um if you want to leave us a review that would be awesome both on apple Podcasts and spotify that's where we're really getting most of our hits right now um an honest review i don't want to say like just throw out five stars like i would appreciate five stars if you feel like you're getting that quality and stuff but um, we would appreciate a review, a comment, feedback, all of that. We take that and we are learning from it. So um, a couple of things before we get into today's episode, I wanted to mention, first off, we're like super new to this whole thing. So like our audio things and levels we're trying to figure out his microphone's different than mine. So we're, and I'm like really trying not to breathe too yeah. hard. <laughs> so if you hear like our, our smacking <laughs> sorry that's probably gross i shouldn't do that um we apologize and we're just trying to figure this out so be patient with us we we appreciate it um one other thing too something listening back to our episodes that i meant that i noticed and i wanted to correct that i said um i mentioned blacks a couple of time referring to black people and i wanted to make sure that they are not just blacks they're black people um african descent there's lots of different labels that people like to be identified as I think black people is the more generally politically correct term. I don't know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, I wanted to apologize for saying blacks in the past and be better about that in the future. So, um, anything else you want to say before we get started? No. Nope. Okay. Sounds good. Let's get into it. Um, today's episode is on boundaries. So let's start off with what is a boundary? Why? What is a boundary? Yeah. Okay, class. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to raise their hand? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. I think what we mean in this context of boundaries is like, you know, I, I kind of think of it as protecting yourself, you know, emotionally, I guess, in a way, you know, that's kind of how I look at it mm -hmm. is like, how can we protect each other? Meaning people inside the church and outside the church from emotional hurt. Yeah. Protect ourselves and also just like be preemptively like this kind of goes on like along the lines of like to be offensive mm -hmm. and like offending people. Um, and just kind of like being aware of when you're crossing the boundaries. Exactly. Like, even if it's sort of culturally yeah. acceptable. Yeah. It may not be considered rude necessarily to some people, but others might take it like personally and we should be aware of that. Yeah. And just try to. Yeah. If someone sets a boundary, respect it. Yeah. This is the big thing. Yeah. Obviously. And I think there's, there's something like to be said here too, that it's like, I, I think there's plenty of boundaries that we are not going to be covering mm -hmm. things that we're not aware of. Cause we're biased. Of course, like we acknowledge that in all the episodes, right. There's going to be boundaries that we're going to skip over probably. And just because we don't know about them, you know? Yeah, and, for sure. And if you think they should be said, you should, yeah, you know, feel free to please leave some feedback and we'll try to bring it up next time. Yeah, exactly. Um, so why should we set 
I guess we kind of already got into that, but like the avoid unintended hurt. Yeah. Right. Like, and like the why. Yeah. Behind the why it. behind it. Um, I think for myself, it's more of just like, I don't want to talk about this right now in a way, or I want to talk about this in a different way. And there can be like better, just ways to do stuff. And so this will make more sense as we like bring up some examples. Yeah. And yeah, stuff, yeah. So no, I agree. Right. Okay, so that brings us to what boundaries do we think will help both people who are in the church and out of the church? Okay, cool. Um, one thing we wrote down was the boundary of information, right? The boundary of information. <laughs> that sounds explain. like a band name or yeah, something. Oh, yeah, I love I, it. Or like a, I don't know, yeah, sci-fi sort of. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Yeah. I could do, I've got a running list of band names I should add it, <laughs> add it to. What do we mean by this? Uh, boundary of information. So this is like kind of what we're trying to do with uh, like this is a boundary we've set for ourselves on this podcast, right? Where we're not delving into the specific anti-Mormon quote unquote, um, tactic, eh, not tactics, but like specific information about like church history or truth claims or stuff like that. Right. And yeah, there's like certain information that people may not want to hear and that's okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like if people want to set that boundary for themselves, like respect it. And I know it can like maybe come across as, well, why wouldn't you want to know more? Right. So yeah, you yeah. had something to kind of say about that. Didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I think what I was sort of thinking about this and I don't know if this is great logic, but I was just kind of thinking like, it's okay to refuse information just as long as you're not harming anybody by doing so. Mm-hmm. And so what I mean by that is like, I don't know, say you're teaching a lesson about something in, in particular at church. Right. And you're like, I know there's other information out there, but I just like, I just don't want to know about it, you know, and you end up teaching something that's outdated, right? Sure. And then, so that class now gets outdated information. They don't get hundred percent correct information. You know what I mean? And that could potentially, depending on the subject, that could potentially be very harmful to that person's spiritual development. Sure. And so that's kind of where I was like, that's where maybe we should draw the line where it's like, and, and I think this is where the motive is for people who are out of the church to try to get people who are in the church to listen is where they're like, Hey, you know, I used to believe the way you did too. And like, then I learned this and then my mind was changed. And like, I, I feel like I owe it to others around me who I feel like are in a similar situation to know about this, right. you know? But the thing is too, is it's like, that's an opinion, you know, like it's an opinion that that's essential information. Sure. Sure. Exactly. And it's, I think that's one thing that like a lot of ex members of the church have, it's like, well, all this stuff was hidden from me for so long and Mm -hmm. you can debate. I've seen it both ways. Like whether it was actually like purposely hidden or not, like that's maybe an interpretation. Yeah. Um, but I like what you said, like if you know of something and you're not sharing it like on purpose, that should not be happening. I think everyone can agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's unethical. You're you're intentionally hiding something and that is not being honest. Yeah. So. And you know, that for for me, that kind of begs the question the world's like, okay, if it's kind of a matter of opinion of like what's essential to know and what's not sure. How do you bring it up? Because you, you have to bring it up, right? Like you have to at least have the discussion about having a discussion. Right, right, right. (laughs) And, and that's kind of like, that's kind of what I think that's how you can draw the boundary where you can kind of like, you can offer an invitation to share something with like, with the premise that it's like, Hey, you know, like I, like, for example, say, say you're an ex Mormon, right. And you're like, 
wanting to share something that you feel like really affected your spiritual development. Sure. That caused you maybe even to go through a faith crisis and right. you like, you want other people to know about that because you care about them. You know, you don't want them to feel like you don't want to, you, if they, if you felt like they would benefit from knowing that information, like if you feel like they were in harm's way from not knowing that information, mm-hmm. right? Like how do you bring that up in a way that's like, not giving out that information. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's <laughs> do you know tough, what I mean? For sure. Yeah. And I think just kind of like throwing that little like disclaimer at the beginning, just like, Hey, listen, like I want to talk about something and maybe you just mention like the name of it or whatever. Like, yeah, let's talk about something that people know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like we talked about before, like Joseph Smith and his polygamy. Right. Yeah. 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 Like, like there's some things that are, have been concerning to me and I want to talk about that with you. Is that okay to share? Like, can we talk about that? Yeah. Um, maybe we can like set some ground rules, right? Like let's not make this into a debate. If we're starting to get heated, like let's just both like step, take a step back, yeah. cool off, like yeah. talk about it again or like set like those yeah. kind of rules and stuff for the conversation. Right. And like, if I was a member, I'd probably like say, or at least think like, well, it depends on what you're going to share. Yeah, you know? exactly. And so maybe it would be like, <clears throat> you, you know, maybe be like, okay, how about I just share like stuff that like I've read on church website like church church sanctioned information sure guess, and that could be know. a boundary that like the believing member has you know like, yeah i would like to see whatever you're going to share with me i don't want it to be from non-church approved like sources so like yeah. you know the joseph smith papers or lds.org or something like that like, yeah that yeah. could be a boundary and that's and like a fair i think that's a fair absolutely boundary. fair boundary yeah. to say um i think even if a believing member was like i just don't want to talk about this like it's something that makes me uncomfortable and yeah, I've dealt with it in the past and people have like, I've really felt like attacked by this. And I think the ex member should like respect that and be like, okay, yeah. like I can understand that. So really as a, as an ex member, don't be like, but why? Yeah. You're just so blindly following. Like, yeah, exactly. you know, so what, you know, that's your opinion. You right. know? And I'm saying that as an ex member, yeah. you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> totally, totally. It's like, totally like if, if you know, like somebody's living in, it, even if it's a bubble, right. If it's a happy bubble. Yeah. Then why like, would you pop that? Yeah. You know, exactly. Like we all have our own bubbles anyway. Mm-hmm. You know? Totally. Yeah. Something else going along with this. And this is something that like family members of mine have pointed out to me that I kind of do. Okay. Um, is there have been times, and this is like such a hard thing to do. Like I'm really trying to figure it out, especially going through my own faith crisis recently. And it's very easy to come across as like, well, I know more than you. Like, Like you haven't read this. Yeah. You haven't read. And even just like my tone, you know, like that's not my intention, but like just the tone that I've been using, like people have perceived that as like, I don't like the way you're like puffing out your chest or like being pompous about that. And so to those who have felt that way, I want to apologize like publicly about that. So nice. I'm sorry. I'm trying to figure it out how I can share what I've learned in a constructive way, as long as it's respecting other people's boundaries and beliefs. Yeah. Yeah. So and I, I think that this same sort of like information boundary can be drawn on the opposite side too. Like sure, for members going, you know, to non-members, members for maybe testifying to non-members or ex-members or something. Yeah. It could be testifying. Uh, yeah. Could, could even just be like, you know, like, like I'm trying to think of a situation where you would, for, to an ex-member, you would share information that's like, that you wouldn't want. I, I think it would probably just be testifying probably. I think for the most part, that's something that a lot of ex-members kind of take issue with. Um, yeah, it's something yeah. I've seen people mock a lot, ex-members, and I don't agree with that. I don't think we should be mocking people right. um, and making fun of them. That's, that's right. not cool. Right. Um, but it can, I think the reason they kind of maybe do mock it is because it can be a little bit cringy sometimes mm-hmm. if you look at it. So I'm thinking of, like 
online comments on YouTube, you know, and some of those more like heated videos back and forth and people are talking, debating religion and whatnot. And maybe a more believing member will like type out this long comment and like share a testimony kind of thing. And then at the end, throw in that little, I say these things in the name of Jesus Christ, amen, like on a comment on a YouTube video. And I'm like, hmm. that's kind of like, I get what you're saying. Like, I get why you like put that there. It's kind of just yeah. ingrained in us as kids. You know, we end everything yeah, yeah. that we end prayers with it. We end testimony, we end talks. Yeah, yeah. We hear that phrase in the name of Jesus Christ, amen, over and over again. And it's like appropriate at certain times in certain places for sure. I think it's appropriate for a testimony meeting. Sure. It's appropriate for a prayer. I think it's appropriate for a talk. But if you're writing that in a comment, like realize that people might take issue with that. And maybe that's a boundary you could maybe set for yourself is like, I want to put this, I want to use this in a respectful tone. And I, I could even interpret that as like, not taking the Lord's name in vain. I don't know. That's maybe yeah. a little bit too far, but yeah, maybe. And it, like I can see the members perspective where they're like, you know, just thinking about back to when I was a missionary, you know, mm-hmm. it's like you're taught to conclude your testimony with Jesus Christ's name because you're, you're kind of like, like it's by his power and authority that, that like that the spirit right. carries the message, you right. know? So I get that that could be a motivation for that. You know, and it, but yeah, at the same time, I, I wonder, like, because I feel that cringiness too. Like when when somebody starts just like bearing their testimony, it's a bit awkward. But I don't know why. Like, like not what, in a testimony meeting, where you're saying not that, in a testimony like, meeting. Yeah. yeah, sorry. Yeah, like in a testimony meeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, but like, I don't know. Like, we met with the missionaries the other day, right? Mm-hmm. And like, they started testifying and stuff. And like, at first, it was like a little awkward for me, you know. But then I had to be like, this is what they do, you know, and like they're they're sincerely just trying to share what they believe you know and i had to kind of like talk myself through this logic sure sure and then i was fine with it you know right but like what is it about a testimony from a member to a non-member or an ex-member that is cringy about it like i i don't i don't i can't really identify it i can't, I can't really either it's either, just kind know? of like something once you have taken a step away from the church you just kind of notice it a little bit more and being in the church maybe you just don't notice it like it's just like it's what you do and yeah, like like cool it feels it, a little know? arrogant somehow. It can. Yeah. Kind of going back you know? to like what I was saying about myself and how it can come across as like, well, I know better than you. Yeah. It kind of, like I know better it kinda than does you. look like that in a ways. It's like, yeah. I've, I've felt more than you. Yeah. You know? Like you, you little thing and don't have your testimony as much. You know, yeah. As, like as I need mine. to kind of jolt you awake with sure. like uh, with the spirit. Sure. Something like, like that. It can, I don't know. It can yeah. be perceived that way. Definitely by ex members. So yeah. I think for this like testimony thing, like ex members realize that when someone does say that, like, a, they're probably just doing it because it's habit. Like it's just, yeah. You know, ever since you're a yeah. kid, you're yep. just saying that every time you bear testimony. And be either trying to like try to get you to feel the spirit. Yeah, like understand yeah. like where they're coming from and don't mock it. You know, right, I mean? right. And then, um, I think there's it's worth asking the question too. This like sure. why why would a member want you to feel the spirit? Well, they might care about you. you yeah, know? they're concerned for your spiritual well being. Yeah, perhaps they're a good friend. They're a good family member. Yeah. And that's it's, like their, it's almost like their love language or yeah, something totally, like, totally. you know, like, yeah, no, I don't really have anything No, to that say makes sense. It, and know. it's like, it's something that they felt like really strongly and they want to share that with people because yep. it does bring them joy. Right. And recognizing that like, that's why they're doing it makes sense. You know what I mean? Right. So yeah, don't mock it. And then members just be realized, like, I would just give the information, the believing members that kind of say that just like, mm-hmm. maybe don't share that little ending to a testimony like you can still bear a testimony and maybe that's even like someone like a uh ex-mormons like 
boundaries. Like, listen, I don't want you to testify to me. Like that's, mm -hmm. I just, I just don't want that. And if that's what they say, like respect that, you know? Yeah. Like don't, don't preach please or yeah. something like yeah. let's have a discussion. Let's have a discussion about know. stuff. Yeah. Um, but I don't want you to come across as preachy. Yeah. You know, and like speaking to members now, like we talked about an example of how this could be done as a member to a non-member while like respecting the non-members boundaries mm -hmm. could be like, you know, T taking the general authorities as examples, you know, like, and, you know, I, I haven't followed them all that closely with like how they interact with the media and stuff like that, but I've seen right. a few videos, mm -hmm. you know, and it, it like it, when they're out in public, or yeah, like when they're out in, in public a church setting or something, right? Like a journalist is asking them some questions about something, you sure. know, like I, I feel like they're very professional about how they do it. They don't say in the name of Jesus Christ, amen. You know, they don't, they don't kind of have that like the, the tone and inflections, you know, that we sure. have in church meetings, you know, like they, they're kind of just like, yeah, like we, we believe in this and that and this and that, mm -hmm. you know, and, and yeah, you know, like yeah. we hope that this and that and this and that, right. Yeah, exactly. And like the journalist is like, oh, okay. You know, like it's, it's a more normal conversation. So it's like, you know, can you still convey the same feelings, the same thoughts to somebody without testifying sure and i think yes it can be done it's, I think it's it can been be done by general authorities oh yeah, yeah totally even like on their social media pages where they make like a more video directed at their followers which are the church members for the most part you know mm -hmm. they don't always like end with that in the name of jesus christ you know or they don't always say like the i testify like yeah you just yeah i believe this that like you said exactly so yeah anyway we don't need to keep going on this it's <laughs> yeah, yeah, going yeah on this topic for a minute but um yeah Boundary of information, boundary of testimony. I think that's kind of like our two sides of the same coin kind of thing. Right. Or at least what we thought, but send us an email, would you say, or send us an email or drop a comment what you think about that. So, um, all right, what should we go for next? Okay. The next one I wrote down was ward members reaching out to non-members and then non-members being like insanely rude to members, you know, okay, yeah, totally. more so in social media. Cause you don't really, you don't really see like anti-missionaries like walking sure, around sure, or something, yeah. knocking on members doors. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. It's like they, they, they both have their own ways of like kind of crossing the boundaries for sure. Crossing the line, crossing the line. Like, sure. Yeah. 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 Taking things too far. Yeah. And I, and I think it's with good intentions for the most part, probably on both sides, mm -hmm. at least initially and before getting carried away. Sure. Um, anyway, so like I, 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 one thing I wrote down on how members can respect the boundaries of people who are outside the church while still being able to attempt to make contact. Right. Mm -hmm. And one thing, one thing I thought about was like, be clear with your intentions, right? Like if you're showing up and you know, it's, it's kind of clear that it's a coordinated ward outreach effort, you know? Yeah. From like the uh, ward council meeting or something like that. Yeah. Like yeah. from the ward council meeting. Yeah. 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 And like, I get that. Cause we, we've, we've both been in those meetings, mm -hmm. you know, we've discussed the people that we want to reach out to. It's like, you know, like Billy is eight and you know, maybe we can invite him to this primary activity, which is cool. Yeah. That's awesome. You know? But then it, like, if you're a parent or like a, or like a non-member and you're just kind of like, like these people just keep showing up to your door and you're getting invited to stuff and it's, you're, you're starting to realize this is not coincidental. Like this kind of seems coordinated, but you're not really sure why, you know? Right. I feel like that's where those kind of like hostile feelings start to brew. Definitely. You know, where it's like, <clears throat> why do these people keep coming back? You know, 
And it's like, I think board members, you shouldn't be ashamed of, of the reasons why you're reaching out. You know, like there's, there, there are ways to communicate what you're thinking, what you're feeling in respectful ways. Like you could show up, you know, to somebody's door and rather than just being like, Hey, we've noticed that you haven't been coming to church. You know, would you like to come to this? You know, you could just be like, Hey, um, I have noticed that you haven't been coming to church and I want to understand why, like if you're willing to talk about it, like right. if, you, if you don't want to talk about it, like I respect that I'm going to step back. Yeah. You know? Kind of going back to what we first talked about. Right. Right. Like, but I, but you know, like I, I care about you, you know, and like I'm your neighbor, or I live in your community and I just kind of want to understand what's going on and see if there's anything that I can do to help. You sure. Know? That goes a long way that more so than just like, Hey, like, yeah, you know, it is. Very yeah. Easy. Instead of just being like, barbecue invitation sure. after barbecue invitation. You know? I think that's the easy way out maybe is like what we, like we realize that this kind of is an uncomfortable situation for both parties. In a yeah. Way. Yeah. And it's like, Hey, here we're doing this thing. We want you to be there. It's like, yeah. that is an invitation. And I do appreciate that, but to know the why maybe a little bit more mm-hmm. like to even just express like some feelings to have someone who really is connected to that person, like a good mm-hmm. friend, a good neighbor already, like rather than just an acquaintance. Right. Can go a long way. Totally. Or even if it's yeah. just like the ministering brother or sister, like technically they're like assigned to that person. I think most members would recognize like, Oh, like you're my ministering brother. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, right. Every situation is different of course. And, I'm not, I've never been a bishop, so I don't know, like, <laughs> yeah, like know, how, how that, that goes. kind of side of stuff. And, but like, I think it's efficient, you know, like it's yeah. like worst case scenario, that person you're trying to contact, like say they're an ex Mormon and they're like very adamant that they don't want to come to church, right. Come back to church. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just going to facilitate like a, if you approach it respectfully, it's just going to facilitate a respectful conversation quickly. Sure. <laughs> And like, and understand each other quickly. Yeah, you know? definitely. Instead it's, of like this long kind of drawn out, like, yeah, everyone wants to just kind of beat around the bush because they don't want to hurt others feelings or whatever. And yeah, yeah, we shouldn't be like hurting each other's feelings, but we can be direct and like compassionate at the same yeah. time. You know what I mean? And you know, like maybe, maybe there's a middle ground too. Like totally like this actually happened to me like last fall, you know, like I, I just started noticing people from our local ward that were just like showing up, you know? And I was, we were really kind. You like, we were, we were like, you know, like talking and that kind of thing. We weren't like saying go away, but then it, like, it is kind of like escalated to the point where I got a text from some guy. I don't remember who. And he was just like, Hey, the Bishop wants to meet with you. <laughs> yeah. And, you're like, and like none of it, like, you know, like it hadn't been made known what the, what the point of all this was until then where it was like, okay, why does the Bishop want to meet with me? You know? Right. And then that's where I felt like I had to kind of say, look, like I'm, I'm really happy you guys came by and like, I'm really happy to have met you all. Like you guys are great people, but why am I meeting with the Bishop? Like what, where are we going with this? Like I'm not interested in coming back and that's, that's okay. You know, I, I, I'm, I don't have any ill feelings towards you guys, you know? And I try to convey that. And I would have been open to being like, Hey, you know, like I'm not interested in, in being an active member but I would totally be willing to come to these different activities. You know, if the expectation was that I'm just going to be coming to this activity with my sure. family, not that like I'm being lured in. Yeah. You, yeah. you know, it's like I, mean? I want to make sure that like you guys know I'm not going to be coming back to sacrament meeting or whatever. Right. Yeah. Or you could even just say right now, 
you know, maybe sure. that's like I'm taking a break. Yeah, yeah. I'm taking a break or whatever. But like, yeah, if there's like a barbecue or. And you know what happened? Like, like that. And this was a little bit sad, right? Like, but in, in this particular example, what happened for me is like, you know, I, I kind of said exactly that. Like I was kind of like, Hey, I'm, I'm down to talk, you know, I'm down to come to activities. I just have to be clear with where I stand, you know? Sure. And all the invites stopped, you know, like, yeah, it was like, it just completely cut off. Abruptly just went boom. Yeah. It was gone. Like, you know? Yeah, totally. And <laughs> like, Oh, we tried, but yeah, exactly. you know? <laughs> yeah that, could, that could be perceived that way. Or maybe like yeah. the members were just like, well, he doesn't want anything to do with us. Like, yeah. And that's not that, at know? all. Yeah. And like, you know, is there room to be somewhere in the middle? You like, you know, can, I feel like if you draw a boundary in the church, it's, it's perceived as a boundary that's drawn way farther than it was intended. You know, totally. It's this whole like fact versus story kind of thing. Yeah. Like what are the facts and what am I perceiving to be the facts? Right. You know, and just like trying to be like clear, intentional, like talking about things like that, like can go a long way. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think going along with this, like talking about like missionaries, mm-hmm. you know, when you're, if any missionaries out there, pre missionaries or whatever, <laughs> or word missionaries are listening to this, um, recognize that like non-members of the church, this is a whole new thing for them, you know? And I look back to like when mm-hmm. I was a missionary and like, I didn't always make my intentions like clear and you don't yeah. have to like make every intention clear right from the get go necessarily, but be like, listen, right. like we want to share something with you because this is something that we believe in and like it's brought joy into our lives. Like, would you be interested in listening to this? Uh-huh. Um, I think it can be very easy to be a little bit more shady. Yeah. Uh, I don't yeah. love that word necessarily, but like, like concealing your true intentions. Exactly. You know, and I just thought of something actually, okay. which was actually like, I'd never had thought about this before, which I'm really happy. Like, <laughs> and I'm really talking myself up here. <laughs> sure, sure. This thought, I mean, but like, you know, the whole idea of like a baptismal challenge early on and like the missionary investigator like relationship. First or second lesson kind of thing. Yeah. And like, I wonder if that was the church's way of encouraging transparency, you know? Hmm. possibly right that could be just being like hey we see this going to baptism like that's that's what we're aiming for sure if you're not into that that's fine we'll leave you know that's a great way to look at that because it is yeah that very well could be the intention behind it i've always kind of perceived it as like being kind of pushy yeah that's what i thought too yeah and that's why i like i struggled with that on my mission sure i did it a few times and i got (laughs) i got a lot of reactions that were like what What do you yeah your mission was very different than mine like i got a lot of more positive reactions like yeah sure whatever yeah yeah, (laughs) i I got a bunch of reactions that were like we're not that close you know like like, why why are you you even like starting on this right 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 yeah but you know like like it's almost like this in the in the healthcare field we both work in healthcare mm-hmm. but it's almost like this informed consent kind sure. of thing right where it's like you need to understand before you have this procedure or medication or whatever the benefits and risks to this Definitely. right and it's like you can kind of do your own not so formal way of doing the same thing when you're communicating with somebody being like hey i'm reaching out for this reason right mm-hmm. i respect you which means that i'm okay like I already am okay with whatever you're going to say. Right. You know, like, can we still talk? Yeah. Like for sure. That would go a long way. Yeah, definitely. And as I can investigate, even just being like, listen, like guys, like talking about baptism, I'm not ready for that. Like at all right now. And like, I just invite you in just to be like, you know, mm-hmm. polite or whatever. Like maybe you really are interested in their message. Like I am interested in what you have to say, but like, let's take one step at a time, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah, just like, trying to find those intentions and what they are and 
how to go about it in a minute, tactful, respectful way. Yep. Goes a long way. So cool. Yeah. So we've kind of mm-hmm. talked about like the member side. So now let's talk about like the ex member side. Like yep. how can they yeah. take this? Um, and I think what we wrote down and, you know, we've agreed not to swear on this podcast. Sure. <laughs> so it's like, don't be a insert whatever word that you right. want to insert there for being rude. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I've definitely read like comments or like seen things online and people are just like, yeah, the missionaries came by today and I like open up the door with a cigarette and a beer in my hand and said, get the heck off my porch, you know, yeah, whatever. Probably way stronger worded than that. Yeah. Like, is that necessary? Is that necessary? Like, calm down guy. Like, yeah. Yeah. I understand. Like you probably have some frustrations with the church. Right. You've maybe you've had some bad experiences. You've had some trauma of some kind, like, but that doesn't justify those types of actions in my opinion. Yeah. Um, there, sorry. And I'm also just not a person who gets angry very quickly. So maybe that's just like me. Right. Like looking at that, like I would never do that, you know? Yeah. And I'm not trying to like, be preachy about that right. or be judgy, right. you know, right. but yeah, let's just be respectful of people and recognize that the missionaries or the ward members like took time out of their day to come pay you a visit. Like that's yeah, time, you know, like who, like, who else does that yeah, for, totally. for like non-monetary reasons, you know what <laughs> totally. I mean? <laughs> like, like we're not talking about marketing here. We're right, not talking right, about right. like salesmen. It's like just people who are doing this for free. Yeah. That like thought about you yeah, and went over. And know? their intentions probably are like pure, you know, yeah. and they want yeah. to. At least in their mind, right? Like totally, in, at least in their totally. mind, they're like, I want to deliver this message that's brought me so much joy. Right. Yeah. Like that's what I'm thinking is mm-hmm. the reason for them reaching out. But like, all right, let's, let's just say, for example, I'm that guy with the cigarette on the porch. Right. And, I, and I've had all this religious trauma in the past, you know, sure. and I'm just like feeling I'm just triggered. Right. You have to remember. And, and this is what the missionaries said to said to us the other day when we were talking to them is it's like, OK, yes, they do represent every missionary that's come to your doorstep like they represent the same concept. Yeah. Right. But those guys or girls, right, are different. Like they cycle through every year and a half to two years. Right. Yeah. At least even in know? the area every six e- weeks. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like- it's like they're totally <laughs> fresh faces every time. Right. You don't know who they are. You know, you don't know why. They went on their mission yeah, or what their intention is of knocking on your door. For you sure. Know? So like, how can you communicate as efficiently as yelling at them? You're <laughs> in a nice way, right? Right. Totally. Like what you want to communicate. Yeah. I think know? it like you can be firm still, you know, like, listen guys, like yeah. I have absolutely no interest in like what you want to share with me. I hope you can respect that. Um, throw in whatever about your past that you want to i think that would like maybe mm-hmm. go a long way just to kind of like help them understand yep like don't feel like you have to share everything but maybe just be like yeah like i was a missionary like i know yep all the things about the church i'm pretty set in like my ways and my beliefs and mm-hmm. i feel like there's nothing you can say that will change my mind yeah and just kind of be like i would like no more contact at all from missionaries in the future or from mm-hmm. board members in the future put yeah. in whoever's visiting you there um, like you can be firm about that, but still be like polite about it. Right. Yep. And on the receiving end of that, the believing member, the missionaries, like take that and take it seriously Yep. and put it down in your area book or yeah, whatever. Like, um, right. Like what if it was somebody who was an ex Mormon or something that was like, just kept barraging you with like negative information. Right. right. Like you, you would, would want, want to put stop. a hard stop. You would to want that. to put a hard stop to that. And, and that's how they're seeing it. Yeah, right? exactly. They exactly. want a hard stop on that. And 
I think the church has gotten a lot better and there are ways like in the LDS tools app to be like, do not contact like, mm-hmm. and it takes away like phone numbers, email addresses to anyone, but except leadership. And even in leadership positions, it's like highlighted in orange, like do not contact this person unless like absolutely necessary. Like I would imagine like an emergency of some kind, like, yeah, you know, but even then <laughs> like, yeah, do yeah. not contact. <laughs> and I think the church is taking that more serious and yeah, they want to respect those boundaries that people are setting. Yeah. So, Cause it's just like a, it's, it's almost just like a human right to just like, totally like it, if, if you are being barraged by something you don't want to be barraged by, you have, that you have right. the right to be like, stop it. Stop. Yeah. Yeah. yeah totally. <laughs> so yeah. Unsubscribe. Ex- exactly. Right? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Unsubscribe. But be respectful about it. You know, like you yeah, don't have to, yeah. you don't have to scare them off. No, no like, shotguns on the porch. Exactly. Right? Like yeah. I, you can get, I honestly believe, and I honestly hope, that you can get the same effect just by being firm but mm-hmm. polite as you would if you were taking a shotgun or answering the door naked or something like very extreme, you know, like, yeah, they never <laughs> came back. It's like, well, obviously you did something absolutely nuts, you know, <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> anyway, just my two cents on that subject. I, no, I agree. And you can like, it gives you the opportunity to also clarify what it is you like, what kind of relationship you actually want to have. Exactly. You know, like, like I, you know, we, Luis and I, we actually had the missionaries over for dinner last week and, you know, they gave us a message, which like they asked us if it was okay to share, which was awesome. Yeah. Cause I was like, yeah, do it, man. Go for it. Yeah. And so they did it. And, um, and I think they like did some kind of challenge or whatever for us as well as missionaries, are as missionaries. Right. And we, and it was, it was nice. It was a very like carefully selected challenge that was like according to our like willingness and beliefs and stuff like that. Um, but then like, like I had the opportunity to just be like, Hey, like we really like you guys. Like you guys are really cool. You guys have shared your personal stories for coming on missions, which we love. We respect you've like brought me to tears nearly, you know, sure with your stories. And I want you guys to know that like, whatever you guys need, I'm there for it. You know, like if you guys want to, if you guys have a bad day and I told them, them I was like, if you guys just have a bad day and you just want to come inside and just relax a little bit, you know, right. It's like, take a breather. I won't tell your mission president, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like you're safe. I'm not going to go tattle on you, you know, yeah, totally. like, you know, like take a mental health day at my place or whatever, you know, like it, I'm not saying just like stay all day or whatever. Sure, right. Sure. But it's just like, I don't know. Like I'm the point where I was trying to make was just like, I want to be there for you guys, but I'm also not coming back. Like, right. Like, can that coexist? Yeah, totally. Right? Yeah. I, don't know. I would hope it can. Um, yeah. I know. Yeah as a missionary, because we've both been missionaries, it's kind of discouraged to be like, don't hang out with people. You know, like you have a purpose. Your purpose is to invite others to come into Christ. So I could see them like probably not taking you up on that invitation for the most part. Yeah. But like, it is nice that you're like putting it out there and being like, listen, like these are my intentions. Yeah. Like where I'm going to take, like with your challenge, Mm -hmm. I may, what's the opposite? Like reject <laughs> except uh, reject yeah, yeah. I may re- i'm probably going to reject your challenge like i just don't want to do that necessarily whatever it was like uh, you didn't yeah. share exactly what no the was. challenge was just like i think just being grateful so oh, yeah a very awesome. easy challenge totally. you know yeah, yeah. totally <laughs> if it was like invite you to read this passage in the scriptures sure pray about it, yeah like, or like invite one friend to church or yeah, something like, like i'm that's you I'll don't know honest, your I'm audience gonna, man like, yeah, yeah sorry like, oh, i'm gonna be honest with you i'm probably not going to do that, you know, but thank you for inviting me. <laughs> right, <laughs> so, right. Right. Yeah. Just yeah. like, let's be respectful on both sides and respect people's boundaries. And 
yeah. be intentional with what we're doing. So, yeah. Cause like, cool. honestly, and this goes much bigger than just what we're talking about here. Oh it's, yeah, totally. It's not it, just with church stuff. It's like, yeah, like worldwide, we need to learn how to like allow people to say what they think with the caveat that they're also trying to approach this in a respectful way, Yeah, you know, accept what they're saying for face value, but not necessarily having to, you don't have to have a stance, you know, yeah, totally. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can just be like, okay, yep. thanks. Yep. You know, like I now know where you stand. For you sure. Know? I don't know. Yeah. No, it's good. Okay. Next, next boundary here. Family. All right. Let's talk about family oh, and man. friends. Family and friends. This is the fun one, right? Yeah. Or not so fun. Yeah. It but be. hopefully fun in the future. Right? Hopefully. Yes. Yeah. And you've gone through your faith journey longer than I have. And so I'm still very new to this and trying to figure out with my family, a lot of different things and like, what are their boundaries? What are mine? Like, mm-hmm. you know, cause it's like, I don't want to not talk about it. Yeah. It's important to you. It is important to me. You probably think about it on a daily basis. I do it's think about causing some kind of distress. I yeah. Imagine. In yeah. some ways. So like, I do want to like talk about it, but I also recognize that they may not want to talk about it. And it's mm-hmm. weird because it's like, we're beating around the bush again. Like we're kind of just dancing around the subject with the elephants in the room. Yep. And what are we going to do about it? So I don't know, like this one's kind of tough for me. Like what are some things that you've found to be helpful in like your experience with your family and stuff? The, the first thing was how I actually like let my family know where I stood. And I, I mentioned this briefly in one of our other podcast episodes, but I worked with a therapist for like a good amount of time. Right. Um, just to try to figure out how to talk to my, my, pam- my parents and my family, you know, cause I was, I was freaked out, man. Like I, I, I didn't want to like, I, I just didn't want to ruin things. I didn't want to rock the boat. Totally. You know? Like That's I didn't, it. yeah, that was a big reason for like me not telling my family how I actually felt for a long time, you know? And like, I didn't even know it was possible to like that there were ways and nuances to kind of alter the way you communicate to like not even allow for conflict to even start. Sure. You know? Yeah, totally. And basically like to sum it up, like the way that this went was, and this is like kind of all thanks to my therapist, but it was basically just like, Hey, you know, like, like, and I'm, and I'm kind of saying now how I roughly how I told my, my family that I was taking a step back, but Mm -hmm. I, I was just like, Hey, you know, like, because I love you. Right. Like, because I love you guys very much, like, and I want to communicate, you know, like I've been, I've been really freaking out about how to communicate this. And I, and I basically was just like saying how I felt, you know, like I was like, totally. like, I I, want to be transparent, but I, I, but I don't want it to cause a rift between us, you know? And like, I'm sharing this with you because I care about you guys and I want to maintain the relationship that we already have, if not build it, closer. Right. Right. Um, so I just want to say that like, like I, I'm, I'm exploring my beliefs. I'm taking a step back. I'm not going to church, you know, and I think it's going to stay that way. Um, and I'm not going to go into reasons why, because I respect that that might cause some debate that might cause some contention. And that's not, that's not the conversation I want to have right now. You know, sure. If you want to have those conversations later, like let me know. You know, I I would be more than happy to talk about them. You know, it's just like right now, I just want you guys to know what's happening. I want to tell you why I'm telling you, you know, it's because I love you. You know, right. And it's like, a very sensitive subject and people can yeah. kind of talk about it, like, 
it can hurt yeah. in so many different ways to hear that a loved one is stepping away from the same beliefs that you It really, it really can. Yeah. Your whole life together, you know? For sure. And I like, like what you brought about that. Like, I don't feel like I need to necessarily talk about the reason why right now. Yeah. Kind of let people like, just kind of sit on that. Um, I'd maybe kind of throw, if I was in that situation, kind of like what you were talking about, like throw in like the, I don't want you to be guessing also like why necessarily like I want you. Good point. Like, of course that's going to be going through your mind like crazy. Yeah. Um, but until we actually talk about it, which maybe in a future date, you know, or right, more, right, right. different setting one-on-one, et cetera, et cetera. Like give me the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Kind of just thing. kind of give me yeah. the benefit of the doubt. Like trust that I'm not taking this decision lightly mm-hmm. and that I am trying to do what is best for me. What I feel like is yep. being true to myself. Yeah. And yeah, you probably have like a million reasons why you think, mm-hmm. um, but until you hear it from my lips, mm-hmm. try not to like stew yeah. on that. And know? at the end of the day, it's my choice. Exactly. Right. You have your choice. I have my choice. Mm-hmm. Like at the end of the day, that's literally what it is. Yeah. So like, can we coexist and like, and, and communicate and still have a great relationship while looking at things differently? Definitely. If we can't, then the world can't. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's worth asking. Yeah. Like if we can't do it in our families, like how can we do it on a global scale? Yeah, totally. (laughs) Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, it's a faith crisis is such like a layered thing and there's so many different things to it. Um, While I'm just thinking about it, there's this book called Bridges by David Osler. Mm -hmm. I'd recommend people to read it. I haven't even read the whole thing. I've only read like five or six chapters, maybe a little bit more. I can't remember, but like awesome book. I told you a little bit about yeah, it, right? Yeah. I so this is a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is by a believing member. He wrote it. I want to say he's been like a stake president, mission president, even maybe. Um, and he goes into some of like, and he even does like some, t- he shows some data, like given these like polls that he takes aren't like super scientific, but like has a pretty large number. And there's like a leadership poll that he does like on current leadership in the, church i think from like mission presidents all the way down to like young women's presidents you know everywhere in between Hmm. on the ward and stake level even like the area level and whatnot and like what leaders think are reasons that people leave Mm -hmm. and then asking like members who have left or or more nuanced or whatever like the their reasons for leaving and there there's such a discrepancy wow it's crazy on both ways it's like yeah. Talking about all kinds of stuff. It's really interesting. Like I know one big thing that I've heard from multiple people. So I know this thought is going around a lot of places is that people are stepping away from the church because they want to party or they want to sin. Oh like, yeah. That yeah. is according to the survey that he, that David also took, it was like something like two, 1% of people like responded. That was like a driving factor for mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. to be leaving the church or like another thing that's going through their people's minds. Like you're not, reading your scriptures every day. You're not going to the temple. You're not praying like this. Yeah. Stuff. Like, that's why you lost your testimony. Like it was something like more than 90% or maybe not. I'm, I can't yeah. remember the exact number. So I don't want to throw something out there. That's not true, but it was a high percentage of people were like, no, I was reading regularly. I was praying regularly. I was going to the temple regularly when yeah. I went through my faith crisis. Cause this is not like a fun experience, you oh, know, like sucks. if you're in a faith crisis, you're doing everything that you can, you know, usually to hold on. Yeah. To, to like try to figure it out. Like, yeah. You know, it's, it's easier to stay. It, it, it makes more sense. I should say to stay in, stay the course if you can, yeah. if you can manage it. Right. Yeah. And you're not looking for a reason to leave. Yeah. And I know like I've had people share with me like, well, there's gotta be some, a reason that's deeper and stuff. 
and maybe subconsciously there is, but like, I honestly, I've just been trying to figure it out and I don't have contempt or hatred in my heart. And like, that's the reason now I'm looking for evidence to show me like, I got to get out. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I honestly don't feel that way. Yeah. And it's, it can be kind of hurtful when people are like, no, like I, I know the reason why. I know why. Right. And it's and, and they've assumed, right. Mm-hmm. Like I have a family member who I, I won't mention their name, but like they left the church a long time ago. And I thought I knew the reason why for a long time. Like I, I thought it was about partying or whatever, about like wanting to live in a different lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And then I finally had a discussion with this person and it was like, I was just blown away. It was just, it was just like, they, they were, they were telling me that it was like, no, like I, I actually like, I made the biggest push I had ever made in my life to be as righteous as I could as to find an answer. Right. Yeah. To be, to just like, you know, no, you know, once and for all, like, is, is this something for me or is it not? Yeah. Uh, and then, and then that's like later on, that's where the lifestyle stuff kind of changed. Right. They like, they had new value sets and they made decisions accordingly. Right. Yeah. And it can be tough to like, I'm thinking like the word of wisdom. That's a very LDS specific like commandment, right? Mm -hmm. Once your kind of shelf breaks, quote unquote, and you don't believe in the church anymore, you kind of look at that and you're like, that a lot of this doesn't make sense to me. Like, you know, for me, like it's coffee. Like I've I've been drinking coffee like regularly and me too. I will admit it. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But I haven't touched alcohol and I really don't have a desire to. And that's Uh just me. Like other people are different ways, but like, yeah, like I really haven't stopped living a lot of the big commandments. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and the reasons I have are more of just like, you know, it just doesn't make sense to me anymore to. Yeah. Cause it on paper, it really doesn't make sense to drink alcohol. Yeah. Like it scientifically, it, right. Sure. Yeah. In lots of different ways. And like alcohol, I can see because it alters your mental state in a lot of different ways. Yeah. And like to get drunk, like that could be dangerous to yourself and others Yeah, and stuff. So <clears throat> yeah, but like coffee, tea, like let's be honest, soda and energy drinks are worse. And I know there's members who are like, don't even touch that. So, but sure, <laughs> I just sure. need to not touch any of it. But Diet Coke is, you know, a favorite of we might say. general authorities even sometimes. <laughs> is it? I didn't know I that. think Elder Uchtdorf over the pulpit in general conference <laughs> stated like a drink that will not be named and everyone knew he was talking about Diet Coke. Oh, that's much. awesome. So, Dude, I love that guy. Yeah, he's a cool guy. <laughs> he's I think so he's awesome. cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, so I kind of went on a little bit of a tangent there, but just recognize that the reasons why you think someone is leaving may not actually be true. And we're talking about like families and stuff. Right. So, and you can flip that back too, right? You can, you can flip that back as if you're somebody who's out of the church and you're just making general assumptions for people who are in the church, right? You don't know why they're in the church or why they're still in the church. They may be, you know, I'm thinking of someone that had a loss in their family, Mm -hmm. a very tough loss. Yeah. And I think one driving factor for them is the plan of salvation and just knowing that they're going to be with that person in the eternities. Yeah. And that's a very touching reason to stay to believe in it. Like what a way to honor. Oh yeah. To honor that person who's passed. And sorry, I'm kind of getting emotional with it, even just thinking about it, but it's people have their reasons Yeah, and we don't know them. We don't know them. So let's not judge them for them. Yep. You know? Yeah. Which I think, which I think kind of goes along with like, if you're a family member who's out of the church, right. And you're talking to somebody who's in the church, we need to be equally 
reciprocal, right? Of their, of their goodwill towards you and their respect towards you. If they're like, even if they're not delivering that, right. Turn Mm -hmm. the other cheek, right? Like, I mean, even if you don't believe in Jesus anymore or whatever, like still do that kind of like, it's a, it's a still, it's still a valid concept, right? Treat others who you want to be like how you want to be treated. Yeah. You know, isn't like the, that's the golden rule. There's like a platinum rule or something like that. It's like treat others the way they want to be treated. Oh, because not everyone may want to be treated the way that you want to be treated in that situation. You know, different cultures, different backgrounds, different people like the platinum rule. I want to say that someone can correct me if I'm wrong, but there's, there is a name for that. I've heard it before. That's amazing. I've never heard that, but that's awesome. Yeah. It's like taking the golden rule to the next step. It's like, yeah. Yeah. The way I want to be treated, like the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the thing I'm, it was even like, like a be more of, like culturally minded, I yeah, guess, totally. in, in how you treat them mm-hmm. kind of. Yeah. <laughs> like one thing I, I think this is like a training at work even while we're going on this little tangent. Um, <laughs> <laughs> gotta like, love those trainings at work. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Those little like <laughs> quarterly things you got to do. Um, but they talked <laughs> about this and it was like, yeah, in America, like Americans drop cookies off at their neighbor's door when they move in or they're thinking about someone, you know, like, uh-huh. but maybe to like a Hispanic person, that's, not culturally normal, you know? Sure. So I'm sure they'd still see it as a kind gesture for sure, but there can be ways that other people may want to be treated. Like, I'm just thinking, you know, maybe some people are a little bit more reserved and quiet and would maybe like to be left alone Mm -hmm. where you want to like give them a hug. You're like, if I was in a situation, I just want to hug them. Yeah. Like if you know that person and how they would want to be treated, like respect that. Yeah. And I think it says a lot about, it says even more about what kind of person you are, what kind like what kind of character you have, mm-hmm. your intention, like kind of going back to your cookie example, like, you know, Luis, my wife, she's been, uh, she's a very healthy individual, like in the way she eats, mm-hmm. she stays away from added sugars, like always. Yeah. I don't know. She's also vegan, right? She's also so vegan. Yeah. It's like no butter, no milk. No yeah. Eggs, right. So. It's just like, I can't adhere to that just because I'm weak. <laughs> right. <laughs> but she can. Right. And she, uh, you know, like there have been friends in the past that like caught onto that. Like they might, they might've tried to bring over cookies or something, which I would eat. Right. And she wouldn't. And then eventually like these people would catch on to that. Right. And they, they would then make her something that was like gluten-free vegan no added sugars. Right. Right. And then that meant the world to her. And you're like, dang it, man. Yeah. I was was (laughs) like, yeah, I was like, wow. Uh, I I don't, I should do that more myself. (laughs) (laughs) No, totally. Yeah. People can recognize that. And that's the way that she would want to receive that gift. And yeah, like just recognizing that, I think that's really, yeah, that's really cool. That's a good example of like, treating someone the way they want to be treated. Yeah. And it kind of ties into like what we're talking about, right? Like boundaries, like, like being respectful, being respectful. Yeah. How can you communicate the, the intent that you have in a way that's acceptable to them? Mm -hmm. Right. Cause some, one might argue that you just embed love in those cookies. (laughs) Right. But then it might be accepted as like this, like diabetes promoting gift. Sure. Sure. (laughs) Right. I would maybe say like (laughs) along this line, like think of all the ways that what you're doing can be perceived. Uh huh. Maybe think of the worst way that could be perceived in a way and be like, all right, like, what if they take it this way? You know, I'm thinking of like the heart attacks. Have you heard of those? Yeah. People like cut out the little. Oh, yeah. All the oh, I've done that. I've yeah. Done like that. Yeah. I personally would probably hate that because I'd be like, man, now I got to clean this up. Like, oh, you better watch out, man. You're getting heart attacked. <laughs> I live like four, four, feet, four feet away from, from your me, door. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, anyway, so that's just me. And I have my quirks and I think some things are just like dumb, but that's 
that's just me. Yeah, and no, so people no. who know me would probably be like, yeah, he wouldn't appreciate that, but yeah. there's different ways to go about stuff. So it's cool. Yeah. All right. We got like maybe seven, eight minutes or so if we want to keep going. Yeah. Yeah. What, I'm thinking like, I'm feeling like we didn't really quite drive the point home on how ex Mormons, ex members, whatever, how they can be equally sort of reciprocal to members who are actually respecting their boundaries. Sure. Like, know? especially in their family, maybe especially in their family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, I, you know, family members of mine who might be listening, like they know I have crossed the line, you know, yeah, and I've same. had to, I've had to learn through trial and error, you know, mm-hmm. like to really just read the room where it's like, you know, like if, if I've got a sibling, right. Who's like, who's really trying to navigate their own faith and they don't want any extra influence. They don't want opinions. You know, yeah. I even, one of my siblings even told me like, and, and I thought this was really mature of her um, and was kind of a wake up call for me as well. But she said, look, I want to talk about this with you at some point, but I know if we were to do this right now, if I were to hear what you had to say right now, it would skew it, it would skew things for me. Like I, I would probably yeah. come to conclusions that were not my own. Hmm. And I was like, wow. Okay. Yeah. I was like, I need to shut up. Yeah, like totally. that, that was my takeaway. You know, <laughs> That's awesome. That's cool that your sibling did that to you. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking like one of my siblings, um, actually, you know what? Respecting that boundary. I'm not even going to talk about it that she has. So nice. just kidding. Not going to talk about that. I love it. That's, um, it's like, like meta boundary respect. <laughs> <laughs> boundary within a boundary. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, now I'm going to reframe everything I was thinking about. So yeah, like ex-members talking with your family who maybe still believe it's tough. I think we can all recognize that it's tough, right? And yeah, we probably all have, whether intentionally or not, like crossed lines that we probably shouldn't have. Yeah. Kind of going back to our first things, like, you know, the boundary of information is a big one. Yeah, because that's a big one, because that's a lot of the reason why a lot of people start to doubt, have faith crises, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, yeah. Just the truth claims of the church, some of the historical issues, air quotes on issues. Right. Um, it's sensitive stuff and all kinds of thoughts and opinions weave into that and intentions behind like facts and figures and et cetera, et cetera. It can be a lot to talk about at times. And just watch your tongue, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking, so I took this course this last semester, spring semester from a guy named Jared Halverson. Those listening, he's a, he has his PhD in like, he went to divinity school in, at Vanderbilt, I want to say. Um, and this guy's an active member, um, written multiple dissertations and papers, you know, like very, he's an academic guy. He is in the church education system. I think he's going down to BYU. Hmm. This fall, he was at the University of Utah. So that's where I took this institute course from him. And he, I guess you could call him an apologist in a way, but he's also recognizes, you know, faith crises and ex-members of the church and the way they feel in a lot of ways. And I don't agree with everything he said in the course, but like there were a lot of big takeaways that I took from that course and I really enjoyed taking it from him. So go look him up. I think he's an awesome guy, whether you're in the church or out of the church, I think he has some good things to say. So um, nice. But one thing he shared was we were talking about like taking offense, being offensive, stuff like that. And he's like, be an elephant. And we're like, what? Hmm. So the way he explained, it, he's like, elephants are just very gentle creatures, right? Like they really don't attack unless like provoked. And even then 
You know what I mean? Like they're huge. Like who would attack an elephant? You know? <laughs> Crazy. Um, they also have like sharp tusks and he's like, okay, like sharp tusks, like what you say can hurt other people. So like, be aware of that and don't put them in places that they shouldn't be. Right. Right. It's like elephants also have big ears. They listen, uh-huh. you know, they don't talk, they listen. Um, another thing, elephants have really thick skin. So when someone uses their tusks against you, just like have that thick skin. Don't get offended by what they say. Like, look at like, okay, like what do they mean by that exactly? You know? Wow. And so like all these just different things, like I want to say there's some other stuff he like talked about too, but, um, I love that. That's yeah, so cool. Like it's really good advice, right? Yeah. Like be an elephant when you're having these tough conversations and yeah, just be careful about what you say. Listen. Yep. Um, I think something else with like, along with the ears, like the ears cool off the elephant. Like that's where all the vascular oh. system is. So like, and really so thin, cool off right? by so, listening kind yeah, of cool off by yeah. listening. Like when you are starting to get heated, like shut up, take a step back. Yeah. Listen, don't talk. You know what I mean? You know, that's, that's actually like a point I was just about to talk about, you know, we're like a motive. Like, I feel like more than half the time, a motive for me to start talking about the church with family members is I'm having feelings that are hard for me to manage, you know, mm-hmm. and I, and I want to dump it on somebody, <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure. And that's a horrible approach. Oh yeah. That's an awful approach to have, but you know, guilty as I am, you know, I've done it, you know, and I feel like, you know, just having the awareness to, to, to and, and insight to be like, Hey, you know. I need to see a therapist or something, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, I need to dump this on someone like I need to, to you guys, yeah, right? I need to dump this on a professional yeah. or something like that. Or, or like, someone who maybe understands my point of view yeah. a little bit more because. Yeah. Or I need to like, I need to, I need to convey without offending somebody what I'm going through. Sure. You know, like, can, can I, can I connect with my family member on a deep level without bringing up specifics? Yeah. Can I just be like, and can they connect back with you? Like yeah. not having to bring up like their testimony or like, yeah, yeah. Right. Doctrine or anything, you know, like that's, yeah, that's like, getting like really like really deep, like deep and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And that takes, I think that takes a lot of mindfulness, mm-hmm. a lot of insight, but just being able to be like, Hey, you know, like I, I don't know what to do. Like I, I'm, I'm struggling here. You know, I, I know I don't want to go back, you know, Yeah. but like, I want to, I'm, I'm, I'm losing my family or something, or maybe I feel like I am or something. I don't actually feel that way. Family. Right. But someone (laughs) out there listening. Yeah. 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 But it, you know, and it's scary, you know, like you have all these feelings, you know, and like maybe just say those feelings, identify those feelings. Don't identify the content that is causing those feelings. Right. I guess. Yeah. I think that's a place where people would, I would like to be there, you know, mm-hmm. to be at this, like, let's talk about like these tough subjects and respect each other's boundaries at the same time. Yep. Like if there's a way that we can do that, that's awesome communication. I think both parties could be like, no, like I would really appreciate that. Yeah. I know I would. Oh, for sure. And I hope I get to that point on yeah. my end, you know, like I've got work to do. I've got things I need to change about the way I present things and talk about stuff. And yeah figure stuff out honestly like this this podcast is so enjoyable for me in that way it's just like it's just like a weekly exercise (laughs) yeah you know just to just to be like hey i actually kind of love the church a bit you know as much as i as much as i say i think that i hate it or say that i hate it or come across hateful like there really are some 
really cool things about it. There's some great things about it. There's and heritage the and all that yeah, stuff. Right? The person I am is because of it. Totally. You know, like the people I love and respect the most are a lot of them are in the church, you know? Yeah. So it's like, this is, this is a great exercise for me. Oh, I yeah. agree. It's just making me like stretch and grow in like so many different ways. Just like talking about yeah. this, you know, and it's not like we're even like writing down these big notes, you know? Yeah. Like we wrote down a few bullet points and we're just having a conversation and it's cool, you know? So yeah. <laughs> I think it's just like, if we're going to throw out an invitation, like go talk with someone and yeah. maybe just yeah, like share this podcast with people. I think. Sure. Yeah. Like not for like, we're not even making money from this and I don't really no. want to be making money from this. Like, yeah. you know, like yeah, that's yeah. not our intentions. Like I, I remember when we first started this, we were just like, Hey, you know what? Like, like, cause we had already had some conversations mm-hmm. with you and I about this. Like we, I feel like we were already trying to demonstrate like these concepts that we're, that we're trying to talk about with each right. other, you know? Um, and then you, you kind of like brought up the idea of doing this and, I, and it was just like, yeah, like, let's just keep talking, but we'll just record it yeah, and throw it out there and <laughs> yeah. see if other people get the same kind of things from us. And so, yeah, yeah. that's our intentions. Like we're yeah, like, if we're going to be making more money from this, it's just to cover like the costs that sure. this has. You sure. know what I mean? And we're going to be bringing people on here too. Yeah, totally. Like there's so many people with perspectives that I like that I know are going to just be amazing. Oh yeah. You know, for everybody listening. And I know we've already got some people that have reached out to us. Yeah. Some kind of big names too. Like people that like, I'm just like, wow, like you're listening to this (laughs) or, you know, like you want to be on here. Like that's cool. Um, so I don't want to throw out names until we have their approval to throw other names. Yeah. (laughs) Like a date set and stuff like that. But right. We are grateful already for like the feedback and things that people have been saying about this and word spreading around. And I think that's just cool. Like that's my big goal. It's just like, I want to just spread love and positivity and understanding and respectfulness. If that's a word, I don't know. Like, I I don't know. This might be like a cheesy vision or whatever, but I'm just like imagining like, you know, sort of like classic Sunday morning, right? Like Mm -hmm. I'm, I've got my coffee and I'm, I'm, (laughs) I'm in my bathrobe. You know, I, I'm just imagining picking up a newspaper for some reason, even though I don't have right. a newspaper <laughs> delivered you know? and, and I want to like wave to the members that are going to their cars. They're like on their way to church. And we just have this, we just have this moment, right? Yeah. It's like you do you, you yeah, know, they, like we wave at each other. I'm super happy for you, oh, yeah, you know? And they're like, I'm super happy for you too. Yeah, it's like, and it's just like this love, right? We're just all you living know? our best lives. And yeah. Yeah. We can come to that realization that they're yeah. living their best life you know, yeah. the other side. So it's cool. It's super cool. Like I'm loving this. So we did go a little bit longer today. We're just over an hour, but bummer. <laughs> that, that was a ceiling. Yeah. Wasn't right. it? <laughs> no, it's, it's good. Like I, yeah, just really appreciate Garrett. You like doing this with me, Likewise, and Mitch. the listeners. I know we're really small right now. I just hope that it grows for the intent of just to share goodness, you the know, message. Yeah. Yeah. Just make it very clear. We're not in this for the money. So yeah, absolutely. Okay. All right. Well, all right. Well, let's sign off. Um, if you do have any feedback, questions, concerns, if you want to be interviewed, we're trying to figure that out. We want to just kind of do our own stuff for a little while first and get people a sense of like what we're talking about and whatnot. Um, but we do want to be doing some interviews with people from all across the spectrum. Oh, yeah. Everybody's got a story. Exactly. Yeah. And how you are building a bridge in your life. Yeah. And we want to hear that. So send us an email to ldsbridgebuilders at gmail.com. Leave a comment on one of our social media pages. We're on Instagram and Facebook as of right now. Um, we're trying to get this up on YouTube here soon too. 
This is our first one that we're recording video. So hi video. <laughs> um, and yeah. So send us an email. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.